I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer. Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at BearCreekArsenal.com slash buck. Use promo code BUCK to get 10% off your first order. One more time, BearCreekArsenal.com slash BUCK and promo code BUCK to get 10% off your first order. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in, hour number three, 14 hours up. Now you are into the 15th hour. We are from South Florida where Fort Lauderdale Airport is back open. Hopefully, I'll be able to fly out tomorrow. Couldn't fly in here. We are having an awesome time. We appreciate everybody who has been hosting us, including 610WIOD, our Miami area affiliate down here. So many people in South Florida, big fans of the program, and we appreciate all of you, certainly all over the country as well. I always want to say, you heard us talking earlier about this potential challenge to AM radio. We've got 500 affiliate stations out there. And we love everybody that listens on radio. But we were meeting last night. And we're having meetings with a variety of people while we're down here in South Florida. One of the things that's very gratifying is there are so many ways to reach our audience. And tens of millions of you are subscribed and downloading the podcast every single month. Tens of millions of downloads. Uh, so we appreciate all of you that are doing that. You can search out Clay Travis Buck Sexton. Also, go like and subscribe our YouTube channel which, Buck, we got some numbers on some of the clips that we've been sharing there. Hundreds of thousands of you uh, have been watching some of the clips that are going up on the Clay and Buck YouTube channel, uh, which we certainly are appreciative of because people are experiencing this show so many different ways, Instagram, uh, you name it. And it's important to go where the audience is, whether it's podcast, whether it's traditional radio, whether it's Instagram, whether it's YouTube, we're everywhere. So if you type in Clay and Buck basically on any social media platform, you can find us. And that can be important because you can share our content with your kids or grandkids that may not be listening on traditional radio and may not be willing to click through onto a podcast. Boom, here's a YouTube link. I've said it before. 
my 15, 12, and 8-year-old boys watch everything on YouTube. They don't watch traditional television. They don't listen necessarily to traditional radio. They get everything on YouTube. you got to go where the audience is. And so that can be important if you're a parent, grandparent out there. You hear a clip, you like it, you want to share it uh, and have a discussion with your kids about something that's going on in the larger world. We're happy to be a part of that. So we want you to be able to find us anywhere. Buck, we got a major controversy that's emerged in the uh, Democrat Party. In particular, they are not able to get a lot of work done right now in the Senate, even though ostensibly they have a 51 to 49 advantage because Kirsten Cinema has now said she is uh, independent. Uh, Senator Joe Manchin has basically turned his back on the Democrat Party, at least for now, as he tries to decide whether he's going to run for re-election in West Virginia or not. And then you have a couple of health-related issues that have been very problematic for Democrats. And I don't know that we've discussed this enough. We certainly have mentioned John Fetterman and the fact that he's unable to do the job of United States Senator. We told you that for months as part of the 2022 campaign. We had as many different people from the Pennsylvania Republican Party on this program as we could, including Dr. Oz a ton. He won. We told you that he was unable to do the job. What happened? He basically immediately had to check himself into the hospitals. We hope he ends up okay, but he's not physically able to do this job. But Diane Feinstein, the longtime, I think she's 89, year old senator from the state of California, is now under, under fire from members of her own party. They are telling her she needs to resign and step down. And here is Senator Amy Klobuchar from Minnesota on discussing this, particularly saying she needs to step down. She can't continue because we're not able to get work done in the Senate. Listen to this. I want to see what happens in the next month or so. We, you give her that time to be able to come back. But if she can't come back month after month after month with this close Senate, that's not just going to hurt California. It's going to be an issue for the country. Mm -hmm. So we take her at her word she's coming back. Let's see what that date is and what date she tells Senator Schumer. But for now, she really made the right decision to step aside from the committee. As a member of the committee, I know we have a number of judges and we have bills, legislation that we have to what we call mark up yeah. and get through the committee. OK, Ro Khanna, who is also, I would say, somewhat of a reasonable person in the Democrat Party, also went on television. Now, he's in the House of Representatives and he said the same thing. I don't understand why this is actually that controversial a position or why I've taken some heat for it. It's a pretty simple principle. I don't know any job in this country where you can just not show up, have no expectation of returning, and continue to have that job. Senator Feinstein has had a distinguished public service career, but ultimately she works for the people of California, the largest state, and California deserves a senator who is going to be present at the Judiciary Committee's voting on judicial nominations. All right, so Fetterman has not been present for months, and now we've got a little bit of an uh, internal strife going on because Nancy Pelosi, formerly the Speaker, also a long-term uh, Democrat member uh, of the Congress, came out and said, hey, this feels sexist to me. Here's Nancy Pelosi. It's interesting to me. I don't know what political agendas are at work that are going after Senator Feinstein in that way. I've never seen them go after a man who was sick in the Senate in that way. All right, Buck, something here, nothing. What's going on? It's clear that the political class in this country thinks that they are effectively guaranteed these jobs for life to the end of their lives. I mean, that they're supposed to be able 
to continue to be in these roles, it shows you that it's not about public service at all. I mean, it's about Pelosi service or it's about Feinstein service. It's about what's best for them and their lust for power. Uh, Diane Feinstein is a person who really needs now round the clock care. I mean, she's somebody who is incapable of caring for herself because she's a senior. Look, this is just a reality of life. We're all going to that point if we're fortunate enough to make it that long where we're going to need a lot of help. But, you know, we've got the Ukraine war situation right now. We have the possibility here of things heating up more with China and Taiwan. We've got $32 trillion of debt. We've got a wide open border. We've got a crime problem and an urban decay problem in major cities. We've got a lot of issues here. And even for, you know, having a Democrat in office, you would think they would understand that they need to have somebody who can do the job, the most simple of any job, uh, the most simple of any job possible, which is just to show up and I just think that right now you're seeing that they really have a narcissism at the heart of all this, that Feinstein and Pelosi, I mean, these are people who are obsessed with themselves, who do not think of the country, who do not think of what it means for people that they're supposed to represent. They, their, their, you know, little clammy fingers will not relinquish power until they're, until it is physically, physiologically impossible for them, which is where we are with Diane Feinstein. It's uh, it's both sad and gross at the same time. It's something that shouldn't be even a debate or a discussion. But then again, I almost feel like with Pelosi, I want to say, well, I wouldn't say there's something sexist here, but Joe Biden is the president. And they won't make this case about Joe Biden because there's too much riding on that. With Feinstein, they know she'll be replaced with a Democrat appointee from a Democrat governor. And, you know, the power structure is unchanged. So they really have no principles here. They just would rather have a Democrat who can, you know, dress, feed and take care of of herself or himself in the role. Well, and unlike in Pennsylvania, where if Fetterman were to step down, I believe they would have to have an emergency election to fulfill the remainder of his term. And Democrats would have to defend two seats in Pennsylvania in 2024, which might be a difficult environment for them, given that they have far more seats at play. Um, And so I also think it's worth contemplating here. We are sitting, what are we, like 18 months basically away from the 2024 election. When you have this many people, we have a gerontocracy in our country right now. We have a lot of really old 70 and 80 something year old people in high positions of power in our government. It's unfortunate that we would even have to have these discussions. But Buck, Joe Biden is in Ireland right now. He's 80 years old. I mean, he's, he's going to be 82 running for president. Just think for a second about how there are some very, very smart people right now who were talking about AI, artificial intelligence, and we should spend a little more time, I think, in the weeks ahead on the show, just bringing in some of that conversation, because what had been theoretical is now feeling more and more real. The AI uh, the AI technology is getting to a place where it could be really, really useful, but it also could start to cause some very serious problems. I bring it up, Clay, because Joe Biden could be signing theoretically especially let's say he were to win another term which you know god forbid but that could happen he could be signing major legislation that deals with something like artificial intelligence joe biden doesn't have 
simple, straightforward intelligence. The notion that he is somehow going to be, or any of these, particularly these very uh, old members of of the Senate. I mean, look, it's not just on the Democrat side. To your point, it's a gerontocracy. Republicans as well. And, you know, this is where you, and when people start to push me on this, they start to say, I know he's got a lot of energy and everything else, but, you know, Trump is up there too, age No, that's my point. I mean, the, think about this. This is why the, I'll just say this, for people that disagree with that, the vice presidential pick for Trump <clears throat> is an important one just because, you know, you know, got, Trump is healthy, robust, and great, and we think Trump is, is a great guy who could last another 20 or 30 years, and we hope so. But, you know, he might get really sick. He might be out for three or four months or something could happen. So that vice president, you know, the vice president when the president's 60 is very different from the president's basically 80. You know, 80 is 80. 78 and 82 could be our election next year. 78 years old and 82. And in the same way, if we were having this conversation in April of 2019, the idea that COVID was going to emerge in February and March of 2020 and change everything I just feel like we live in an era where we spend a lot of time focusing on expectations. And our expectation right now would be, hey, it's going to be a rematch of Biden and Trump. But Biden's 80. Buck, if he suddenly collapsed in the next 18 months. Everything changes. And would it it stun you at all based on his current health? He can't walk up and down stairs. He can barely speak. Biden collapsing, and I hope it doesn't happen. Obviously, it would be awful for the country anytime a president collapses. And then, God forbid, Kamala Harris ends up in office. Maybe the worst idea for VP ever. But that is a very real threat, not only for this next 18 months, but if he were reelected to go to 86, there's no way he wouldn't have a serious health condition. I mean, I remember when I was very close to my maternal uh, grandparents, and I remember when my grandfather was in that early 80s phase. And, you know, he would tell me stories sometimes about being on the carrier in the Pacific in World War II. And he'd tell me about the early days of running the uh, the concrete business in Brooklyn yep. back in the 50s and the 40s. You know, he'd talk to me about this stuff. But I'd also have to go and put a blanket over his knees and go get him, you know, drinks. And, th- you know, he was not – he didn't have the same energy, didn't have the same vitality. We are taking care of him. When yeah. I go visit him, there was a part of me taking care of him, right? The guy's uh, – you know, he's he's a, he's a veteran. He built a great business, and he did really cool things. Had a big family, but he got into his eighties, and things changed. Joe Biden is there. He is in what? What does he have? Seventy? Seven? He's eighty. He's eighty. Okay, he's eighty. And this is why when he says things like, "Here, can we play clip five? I mean, this is just this is just weird. This is Joe Biden. I know he likes ice cream, but why is he going saying that he's going to go lick the world? There's nothing our nations can't achieve if we do it together. I really mean it. So thank you all. God bless you all. Let's go. Let's go lick, lick the world. Let's get it done. Let's go lick the world. First of all, the world is creeped out. And second of all, what is he talking about? I guess, you know, like in old school sense, when you lick, like you can really beat somebody badly. Like, let's go. You know, if you said beat the world badly, you know, like you you lick someone. Have you heard that phrase before? Imagine. Can I just, OK, I know. Yeah. The, imagine. Imagine Trump was like, all right, everybody, let's go lick the world. <laughs> The I, media would freak out, okay? Deservedly They'd be like, so. is, oh, it's sexist. He wants to lick the world. What's going on here? No, it's weird. And you heard him pause. Play that one more time. And I just want, this is what happens way too regularly with Biden, is he pauses. He doesn't know what's coming next. You can tell that he's a little bit panicked. Just listen to this. There's nothing our nations can't achieve if we do it together. I really mean it. 
So thank you all. God bless you all. Let's go. Let's go lick, lick the world. Let's get it done. I mean, he just does. At the end of these speeches, Buck, when it goes off prompter. Right. When he goes extemp is when the train goes off the tracks. And he's trying to think, like, let's go kick the world's ass or whatever. I mean, the fact. I've said this for a long time. If Buck, if you and I were out for a day and Joe Biden hosted this show. His political career would be over. It would be must-listen in radio. I would, I would. It would be riveting. I would. It would be riveting. Can you imagine Biden trying to do ad reads, getting in and out of commercials? If he did this show one day by himself for three hours, his political career would if, be over. I will say, and this is we try to be very fair about all this stuff. Trump, for all of his time as president, and obviously when he was running, was able to not only go off script and extemporaneously show you know vitality focus yep. and everything else but be clever and entertaining which is really hard to do now he had had decades of practice as an entertainer and as a media guy but he would there was never a moment where trump sort of trump could into host gibberish. this show trump could host the show zero for, doubt i mean you know now he's probably gonna call and be like i'm hosting hey guys, guys i wanted to host the show. But, but biden i mean buck if he did three hours one day and everybody could listen to him try to do a three-hour live show. I don't think he could show. get deeper than 30 minutes before he'd be too tired and before things would start to get weird, honestly. Before it would just start to be... I mean, I think his political career would be over if we gave him one day to do, do the show. Do they care? Well... Do they care? That's, would they? Would the Democrats, if they could, legal and constitutionally, you know, have the equivalent of a child king as president? They love little Greta when she was running around talking about well, climate the, the, change. The, I think they would do it. The Fetterman example is one that is scary because anybody who watched that uh, that debate, that's the single worst performance that any candidate's ever had in a televised debate. And they didn't get what, but they also, Pennsylvania Democrat Party outplayed the GOP there, getting those votes in Half early. The votes were in. Most of the votes were in before they even saw that debate. That's right. Uh, my pillow, massive closeout sale happening right now on their My Slippers. 80% off these popular slippers, each pair discounted just to 25 bucks from the regular price of 150 bucks. You've heard us talk about how comfortable these slippers are. Four layers of cushion comfort, all day wearing, all day relief for your feet. You can wear them outdoors just as easily as you do indoors. They're that durable. MyPillow.com. Use our names as the promo code Clay and Buck. $25, a limit of 10 per purchase. Again, MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and you will get an incredible offer. Use our code Clay and Buck. You can also call 800-792-3269. Again, MyPillow.com. Use the code Clay and Buck in the radio listener square. Grab a pair of the slippers today. Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton making sense in an insane world. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. 
Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. Um, We're going to be joined here in just a moment by our friend, Brian Dean Wright, former CIA operations officer. So the CIA is in the house in a big way today. He's actually here with us in studio. In, I'm outnumbered, a little nervous. In Miami. I'm not going to lie. You know, we are not going to waterboard Clay. We are. If I vanish, to... you guys know what happened. Just See, tossing it this out is there. The good, this is the good thing. Brian, Brian is here with us, and I always tell, uh, I always tell uh, Clay that you know when he goes in foreign travel or whatever. I could just rally this audience. We get a special ops team together. We get him out, no problem. So he can, you know, do some adventurous travel. I'd put out the bat signal. We'd have, you know, a bunch of SF guys. We get some Delta, some SEAL, some Intel guys, some JTACs, you know, some CIA guys. We get it all together. We get Clay out of the place. But uh, we're going to come back here in a second and talk about the uh, leak and, and honestly, more importantly, the Ukraine war and what the heck is going on with our friend my former CIA brother, Brian Dean Wright. So that's coming up here in just a second. Pure Talk, my friends, is the cell phone service provider shining a spotlight on overpricing going on with their competitors. $30 is their monthly price for unlimited talk, text, and plenty of high-speed data. That's great 5G nationwide service on one of the same networks and same towers as one of the better-known companies in the cell phone industry. Pure Talk CEO is a U.S. veteran, cares about supporting veterans and our military and your values. Pure Talk even has an option to support America's warrior partnership, which helps to prevent veteran suicide. Pure Talk is an American company creating American jobs. Their customer service team is 100% based in the U.S. They make switching easy. And look, we got to save money these days, right? We could be heading into a really tough economic period. 
the average size family saves about $1,000 a year when they switch to Pure Talk. My phone right now says Pure Talk on the top left because that's my cell phone co- uh, provider. Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck, save 50% off your first month. Again, dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck, and start saving now. Welcome back in. Friday edition, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. In studio with us right now as we teased as we went to break. I'm still alive, but if I disappear, you know who to look to as the potential suspects. We have a very particular set of <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. We got a couple of former CIA guys in here. Brian Dean Wright is with us. His podcast is The Right Report. Encourage all of you to check that out. So I just want to start with this question because I'm curious. I don't know. How did you guys meet? Well, the agency we, is, a, is a small world. I mean, I, there aren't many of us. Your uh, mic's not. we got to get his mic on, actually. Hold on a second. I think it's on. Now, now. we got we go. you now. Now, take yes. the question. This is, he's in studio See, I'm just going to say, the analyst over here, Mr. Mr. Uh, former <laughs> operations guy. He's <laughs> the Q guy. Like, that's the guy who does all the tech stuff. I'm just a knuckle dragger. Come on now. Uh, Mike is still not on. All right. I'll keep talking while Buck figures this out. This is uh, an, an incredible uh, situation here. We got two brilliant CIA agents, and the two of them combined cannot. This is like when you ask the question, "How many CIA agents does it take to change a light bulb?" Two and somebody else to hire them. I'm literally. Uh, I I love my CIA brother so much <laughs> that as co-host, I'm handing over my mic to him so he can answer your question. Go ahead. So where did you guys oh, initially Lord. meet? That's the question that I just asked. Yeah. So look, the the intel community is very small, and I think uh, those of us who leave, you know, we, we typically go in the shadows. But I think there are some of us who I think feel called to continue to to inform the world about what's going on you know our country yes domestic affairs but also internationally and i think uh, obviously my brother here has done that and so i'm, I'm proud to say I, I know this guy he's, he's a good man i said this buck to you once before i was at the alabama texas a&m game and uh and the game had just ended and this guy came down he shook my hand he said tell buck I knew him in the agency. And I was like, well, where did this guy come from? You know, I'm just standing in the middle of Brian Denny Stadium. One day someone's going to teach you the secret handshake. I know. I'm jealous. So So, when you guys see now, Buck, like the way that the agency has changed since you left, we were just talking about this off air, but I I think a lot of people would be super curious about this. What has happened inside the CIA? Back when Buck and I worked there, it was centrally focused on the mission. Right. Putting in, in ensuring that America was protected. That was the only reason we were hired. And and I'm sure Buck can talk about this as well. It was post 9-11. We had just been attacked. Everybody was focused on ensuring that the country was safe. Now things have changed. So I have lots of stories. I'm sure Buck knows these as well. But we've got officers who are there who talk very proudly about the fact that they are, for instance, black and they want to create black only groups where you have to be a black officer. I'm not sure how they prove that when you walk in, like what skin color you have exactly. But the point is that we have that. We've got transgender folks who talk about violence when they see Trump bumper stickers and they want to have those not only those stickers out, but those those other employees removed from the agency. So if that's true and we have that degree of of politics now with within our operators and our our analysts that's a big problem just generally speaking but moreover what's happening into the the analysis is that being politicized as well yes I mean, that's by a the bad way. deal the answer is definitely yes um but i want to ask you you know we started off in the first hour of the show talking about the uh the leak of this information and i tried to lay it out yesterday for everybody that it seemed to me like this was someone who was trying to show off to his friends. Some people on the right, including some of my favorite people on the right in the commentary space, 
are saying that this guy is a whistleblower. I'm open to if there's more information or proof of that, fine. But sharing a bunch of super secret stuff with your buddies on a chat and nobody else, and then they share it with someone, and then they share it with someone, those are not the actions, as I can see it, of a whistleblower. Am I missing something? And what do you say to people who say, oh, two CIA stooges see it the same way? What a shock. We're glowing. The show is glowing today. It's very fetty. Uh, look, I, I think you're, you're right to say we don't yet know. And I think, I think where people are coming from on that is so many folks don't trust the intelligence community for good reason. And they don't trust the current president for good reason. And so when they see something like this, it, it, the, the reflex is, hey, I bet they're just targeting this guy because he's a whistleblower. And that's not necessarily an unreasonable place to want to start off with because of the history of the last couple of years. But I do think that we have to just take a little bit of a pause to say, all right, we don't have enough information. And we know you know some yet, uh, which would suggest that he was just a guy bragging, which, by the way, Buck, you and I both know inside the CIA you're not even supposed to do that with your friends. We compartment our operations, and we don't talk about it enough. If I'm working on Cuba stuff and you're working on Russia stuff, we don't tell yeah, each other. It's, that, a, it's right? a big, uh, to call it a faux pas is too, general, uh, too gentle. You're not supposed to do that right. at all. Yeah, But it does occasionally happen, and if it does, like you get in big, big trouble. But the point is, there is this sort of itch amongst some folks in the intel community to do that, to share. And I get it. But now we have this very young man who isn't necessarily baptized in the fires yet. He's 20, 21, 22, whatever he is. He's a young man. And people do stupid things when they're young, generally speaking. And this kid's not going to be an exception. Problem is, he's got access to a bunch of yeah. information that They've probably got shouldn't have been. People keep asking me, uh, we're speaking to Brian Dean Wright, former CIA operations officer. I'm Buck Sexton, former CIA analysis officer. And this is Clay Travis, who's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. And, uh, <laughs> and I'll just say, you know, people keep asking me, um, how is it that he could have this access? I'm like, once you get the clearance, that's the clearance, right? There's not a special I'm over 40 TS clearance. So wisdom does not necessarily come along with the clearance level. Right. But a lot of people I know are looking at this and they're saying, well, hold on a second. The information here about the Ukraine war, some of it is very important for the American people to Amen. know, notably that it's not going as well for Ukraine as the media is leading us to believe. What is your assessment of that, both in, both in terms of the impact here in America of us knowing and what's actually happening on the ground in Ukraine? I know you follow this closely. Yeah, well, look, let's be honest. Uh, so on my uh, podcast, The Right Report, we talk about domestic stuff, but a lot of international stuff. Ukraine has been the huge, huge focus. And I will tell you what everything indicates is that Ukraine is not doing as well publicly. Right, that we actually do have some some signals out there that says Ukraine is is suffering dramatically. In fact, there was one uh, uh, brigadier general, I believe, who acknowledged that he had a unit with 100% losses. Right, so 100% of the men have had to be replaced. So we're seeing that in lots of places throughout Ukraine. The issue fundamentally is Russia's got more people to pull from back in, in their home country. So that's the first part. And then the second, we are dumping a whole bunch of money into this war, 113 billion plus now committed. Russia will not walk away from this because Putin knows that he's dead. All the guys around him are dead, too, if they lose this. So this is an all-in proposition. What I think that the leaks show, and that if folks out there are, are, are watching this, we are at war with Russia. That's the truth. We have boots on the ground, and I will tell you, I'm sure you all know this as well. Our special forces operators have been there for a long time doing lots of squirrely things. So, in other words, we are going to have some body bags coming home from Ukraine. We probably already have. And I think it's important for us to debate that, to talk about it. To hide that, I think, is wrong. Now, let's see what happens with these leaks and see what to what extent it forces a conversation. But things are not going well in Ukraine for the Ukraine, uh, the Ukrainian people, the, the forces, and the West, us. 
I would like to hear from both of you guys on this. And we're talking to Brian Dean Wright, formerly with the CIA, in studio with us here in South Florida. You talked about how the culture has changed. You've talked for a while, Buck, about how the CIA culture has changed compared to when you joined to try to go get bin Laden after 9-11. How do you fix a broken culture in the CIA? I'll let you start, Brian. Like, What, in your mind, to make the country safer and fix the culture that exists there now that is generationally, I think it's fair to say, declined, what should happen? How would you fix it? You have to have a different president who understands the problem, who then appoints a different CIA director who takes a blowtorch to that place and just starts firing people. You start with the HR departments. You you work all the way through the Department of Analysis. Uh, a, a lot of the folks, the, a lot of the politics I've seen are in that area. Buck can, can speak to that. I'll tell you, the operators are becoming increasingly uh, politicized as well. You start just firing people. And there's a lot of internal documents, by the way, that you can scan through very quickly through emails and, and such that show that degree of bias. You can clean the place up. The bigger question is, do we want to? To what extent does the IC or the intelligence community actually provide value? Completely blew it in Afghanistan in terms of that assessment. But different leadership is bottom line. I'm just going to seize the mic back from my friend here to say... <laughs> That was an excellent answer, and I entirely co-sign on it. Good job, operations officer. What they say about you guys with the not-so-much-reading, not true. Not true. You guys do a lot of the reading. This is what the you know the analysis nerds. There's a lot of uh, interagency uh, smack-talking, for those of you who don't, don't know that up front. Brian Dean Wright, everybody. Brian, where should they go uh, for the podcast to check it out? It's the, the right... Like the right brothers? The W-R-I-G-H-T. Okay. Right report. The right report. Go 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 check it out. He does great analysis. Everybody out there, my fellow gun owners, you've seen the cost of getting to the range, keeping your skills sharp. It's gone sky high like so many other expenses. There's a more economical way to train without ammunition at home. It's a training device that I've got called the Mantis X. This is the new way that gun owners are training dry fire practice at home. And that's what Mantis X is, a dry fire training system that is no ammo. It's an all-electronic way to improve your shooting accuracy. It attaches to your firearm like a weapon light and then connects to your smartphone and the Mantis X app. Open the Mantis X and you'll get data-driven, real-time feedback on your technique, guides you through drills and courses. This is how effective it is. 94% of those using the Mantis X show improvement within 20 minutes. You anticipating your shot? How's your trigger pull? How's your sight alignment? Mantis X can help with all of it. It's a must-have for every gun owner. Start improving your shooting accuracy today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X.com. Learn, laugh, and join us on the weekend on our Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. 
Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Closing up shop down here in uh, Miami for the weekend on the Clay and Buck show, which is a great time to tell you that you should check out the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show podcast. Uh, it is available on the iHeart app, which you should all have downloaded, by the way, because it's so convenient, easy to listen to all your favorite iHeart stations and podcasts. Uh, I stream on the iHeart app all the time. Um, you know, I'll check out uh, Glenn's show in the morning or, you know, my friend Mark Simone or any number of people, our buddy Michael Berry out in Houston. So, uh, streaming on the iHeart app is, is great. And, uh, on the, on the podcast feed, by the way, you know, Clay, do you know Amber Smith? We got to get her on the show sometime. I had her on. She's, we're dropping this one to the feed tonight. Yeah. She is a multiple combat tour, Kiowa combat pilot. So flying a helicopter strapped up with machine guns and rocket pods. And she was doing close air support 50 feet above the ground in Iraq and Afghanistan. It's, it's something we talk about that, you know, what it's like being up there in, a, in an attack helicopter doing multiple tours. And uh, she's awesome. She also was at the Pentagon um, uh, as a, a deputy assistant secretary at the Pentagon under the Trump administration. But it's funny. We talked about, you know, what's going on in the military today. And she's like, look, I'm a, I'm a female in a combat role, but. We can't change, you know, what the Marines standards are, right? It's being in a, being yeah. in a helicopter is different from being a ground pounder kicking in the doors, right? It's a different skill set. It's a different thing. So you gotta, that, that's all we did a whole hour together. You gotta check out the podcast, the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show for that. Um, well worth it. And, uh, on a, another frontier, 
I had said, because Clay had just traveled to Italy for the first time. So he came, just so you know, he showed up after his trip, and he was, like, drinking his coffee out of a little tiny, tiny <laughs> cup. And he's like, mi chiamo Clay. And, you know, all of a, all grazie, of a sudden, you know, Clay was going native everything. over there. He said, grazie. And he was, I don't know. I mean, I heard a rumor that he was showing up every day to the radio studio in Tennessee on a little lime green Vespa. I mean, these are the stories, you know, with a sweater tied around his shoulders. This is just what I hear from my sources. I don't know, you know, a couple of weeks in Italy, and this is what happens. Italian food, I had said, has Italy is the number one travel, foreign travel destination that Americans love. Yes. The most common is obviously Canada and Mexico, but Italy is the one that everyone loves the most. I had assumed that a foreign cuisine, and I'm a guy who loves food, unfortunately, a little too much, I'd assume that Italian cuisine would just always be number one among Americans of the food choices. But Clay tells me he has this this breaking news that another cuisine has outpaced Italian as of today. It is it is a moment to mark in the calendars. I don't know what it is. Clay, what is it? I saw it this morning and I thought, oh, this is interesting. Mexican food is now more popular in America than Italian food and Chinese food is about to pass over Italian food as well. Now, I like, you know this, I like everything. If you told me, hey, you can have Italian, you can have Tex-Mex, you can have Chinese. Last night, we had two of the best steaks that I've ever had. Ever. In ever. Miami. Yeah. I mean, it was, at, was it, what's the name of that place? ZZ's. ZZ's. Amazing. Unbelievable, Amazing. Uh, unbelievable steak last night. We'll be out and have another good meal here. Probably my favorite restaurant in Miami, to be honest. <laughs> and, and we just, we're going to post a picture and I'm going to get ridiculed for this as well because I made the choice to get the, uh, the peacock drink. I'm also, you thought probably I was joking when I said, hey, do I need to bring a jacket, meaning like a suit jacket for anything that we're doing down here? Because we're about to run out and we finish this show. We'll go do our friend Dave Rubin's show. But I just got a picture taken with two former CIA agents in a legitimate Hawaiian shirt. Oh, yeah. No, I was just observing objective reality yes. before. That's what's going on here. Yes. Just I only brought Hawaiian shirts. I only brought one pair of pants. Like, if the flights don't take off, I don't know what I'm going to be able to do. But, yeah, that surprised me that, that Mexican food and Chinese food are poised to both pass Italian. Because I think if you had to pick, you know, if you didn't know what people liked and you just had to pick one foreign food as the staple... I was thinking about this after I saw the date, and I was pro- I was like, I'd probably pick Mexican. What about That's you? Like, if you if you had to pick, and you didn't know, it's the same way that I said yeah. I ridiculed Bud Light because if you were at a bar and you just went to get a drink and you didn't know, and you were just grabbing a beer, a lot of people would generically before yeah. this stupid Dylan Mulvaney thing would have gotten Bud Light. I'd probably say Mexican food is if the way you, to go. If I was in a if I was in a contest, and I think I've been in this contest far too many weekends already, it just yeah. wasn't official. Of putting away the most possible calories in one meal, right? Doing the most metabolic damage in one meal. I mean, for me, it would go in, it would go in order. Um, Mexican, Chinese, probably barbecue after that. Cause barbecue, a lot of protein. So it's filling. It's not that I, it's, that's not, that's not what I like the most. I just mean what I'll eat the most like volume of. I I can eat Chinese and Mexican food until I basically explode. So I don't know what it is they put in it. So I I can I can respect that. But you know Mexican food, there's a huge, there's much more range than a lot of a lot of people realize, right? I mean you have sort of the Tex-Mex stuff, but if you were to go like I was in Mexico City, um, I mean you know traveling with Pompeo's press corps a couple of years ago, no big deal, Clay. As well, yeah, yeah, big time, flying around South America and stuff, and stopped in Mexico City, just hanging with my man Mike. 
Um, but we went out. Actually, uh, we, we went out there, and uh, I had grasshoppers. Oh wow! Well, that's that's very uh, that's very which, Green New Deal. Which, I was going to say. Now that I say this yes. out loud, I feel like I'm I'm obeying the dictates of Bill Gates, who is not peak male human performance. No, but, but uh, the grasshoppers, I will tell you, in the gua- in the guacamole, quite delicioso. So, I, w- I would just, try that. In the same way, Buck, on the uh, on the Mexican thing, I I agree. I don't think I've ever had so much chips and salsa that I couldn't continue to eat chips and salsa. Yeah, you can put away when they a lot. bring it on the table. I've never thought, oh, I'm full. I can't eat any more you, chips and salsa. That's probably my number one go to. You, you know what? Uh, this is. I don't want to tell anybody this before the weekend, but guacamole is uh, avocado is very good for you. It's a great food to eat, but it's basically a meal. Like this notion of I'm gonna have a giant bowl of guacamole before I have my taquitos or my you know steak quesadilla, uh, that's what I mean. I mean you could put away a lot of a lot of the uh, calories that add to the lbs with Mexican. I, I'm getting hungry right now just thinking about it. So we're giving you ideas to cook for your weekend. I was telling Carrie we got to eat healthy this weekend. Nah, not happening. Nah, not anymore. We got dinner tonight. We appreciate all of you in South Florida. Love the listeners everywhere, but you guys have been fantastic, in particular down here. We say thanks to WIOD for hosting us down here in Miami. Fantastic radio station. Amen. 610 WIOD. We're going to be all over the place in the next year or so. Coming up on two years. Have fantastic weekends. We will see you on Monday. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.